When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And wherever you are right now on the Odyssey app, we appreciate everybody checking out the show. The U.S. men's national team is returning to the D.C. area for the first time in five years this summer. They're going to play at FedEx Field for the first time since 2012. In fact, they played more matches in this D.C. area than in any other city going 16-5-6 and all-time, and they're coming back to the nation's capital for a matchup with Columbia. We want to talk about the return to FedEx Field, and we're pleased to do that right now with the head coach of the U.S. men's national team. Greg Berhalter is with us. Coach, thank you for the time. You're on Grant and Danny here in D.C. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. Excited about uh, a match here in our backyard in, in June. Coach, as you as you guys gear up towards the World Cup, going through that gauntlet of having to qualify, not the case this year as one of the host nations. How's it going to be different for you guys leading up to it? Well, I think it's actually a good thing. Um, you know, to, to win the World Cup, we're going to have to play against the best opponents in the United States in big stadiums, and there's you know no better opportunity than Columbia at FedEx Field. Yeah, the game's in early June at FedEx. It was just announced today. What do you make of that matchup and, and coming back to FedEx? You know, Columbia is a team that has lost in 19 games. Um, some world-class players. Luis Diaz plays at Liverpool. Very physical team, very technical team. It would be a great matchup for us um, as we prepare for Copa America in the summer. Yeah, Coach, talk about Copa America for you guys. How, how, how big is that kind of leading up towards the World Cup? How much priority will you put on that versus maybe developing with an eye towards the World Cup? You know, it's basically like a mini World Cup. Uh, it's the oldest soccer tournament in the world. Uh, I think it started in 1913, if I'm not mistaken, or around there. Or 19... I'm going to throw a coach on hold, Ryan. Let's see if we can work out his phone. It's breaking up a little bit on us. And I want to make sure you don't get the head coach of the U.S. men's national team on very often. It's not an everyday thing. That uh, you know, we can get the best signal possible. But I'll tell you what, every time... You and I look at the TV numbers after a World Cup. We're mm-hmm. always blown away by how well soccer does in D.C. And it shouldn't be that surprising at this point. But if you look at it, the D.C. market yep. is the best ratings market on television for the World Cup every four years. For for all the soccer events worldwide, whether it's, whether it's uh, European Championships, Copa America, etc., it always does really, really well. So, Coach, welcome back. You were talking about the importance of the tourney. Yeah, just it being a historic tournament, top teams in the world are in it, and it really is an opportunity for us to to have a dress rehearsal for the World Cup. So, having the opportunity to play in knockout games, getting to you know trying to get out of our group, you know that's all part and parcel of what a World Cup looks like. Twelve years since the fans here in D.C. have gotten a chance to go out to the big football stadium here, FedEx Field, to watch you guys. We were just talking about how the the TV numbers for the World Cup always kill. 
in DC, and you guys have played more games here than anywhere else. Obviously, many of those at RFK back in the day. I think I saw Friendly with Uruguay at one point when I was growing up. But uh, what do you make of just playing in front of uh, the DC market and playing here in the nation's capital? You know, D.C. is an area that knows soccer, and it's great to play here. You know, I've played in a number of historic games here, whether they be World Cup qualifiers or when we beat Argentina here, one nothing at RFK. And I always appreciated the crowds, always appreciated this area, and I know it's produced some high-level players, some high-level teams with D.C. United, you know, winning the inaugural MLS Cup. So it, this is a big area for soccer in the United States. Team USA coach Greg Berhalter with us here on Grant and Danny. Um, you, you mentioned this area is such a hotbed and there's so much enthusiasm for it. We followed, you know, Team USA so closely. You did this once before. You were the head coach before, and now you're back for your second stint. What's different for you this go around as the head coach of Team USA? It, it's just about trying to get better now. Um, you know, when we took over in 2018, it was a completely new group. We had young guys that we had to integrate into the national team. And now it's about how do we take that same group of guys and just get better and, and now try to do something that's never been done before in U.S. soccer history. Yeah, along those lines, I mean, when you have the experience that you did in, in getting to go to the World Cup before, do you just bank on guys being together longer, growth, development, time together, and kind of helping put you over the top? Or do you go back to the drawing board? How much have you changed systems and things where you go, okay, the way we were doing it wasn't going to work, so systematically we've got to make these changes? It's a little bit of both. You want to keep adapting and getting better and improving your, your style of play, and then you hope that the guys continue to get better themselves. You know, As they get older, they're working with their clubs, and you hope they continue to develop and improve um, because when they do that, if enough of them do that, you know, collectively you're going to be better as well. Coach, international soccer is such a unique animal that it's all geared up towards these major, huge competitions. I guess kind of like the Olympics are as well. The group that you might field today may not be better than another group you could field, but it's always with an eye towards that huge competition, right? How do you balance that in terms of day-to-day -day playing the best guys versus playing the guys that may be the best in the future? You know, you have to use the time to develop the player pool as well. And over the course of the last five years, we played over 70 players. So 70 players got their, uh, an appearance with us. So we've certainly seen a lot of the player pool, but that's exactly the balancing act. You want to develop the, the players that are in your, in your pool consistently, but you also have to look at new talent. Who is some of that new talent that you can highlight for us that are some of the up-and-coming players that you're excited about this time around? Uh, you know, there's a, there's a number of players. There's a Kevin Paredes, actually a DC United prospect. Um, is now over in Germany. He's an interesting young player um, that's that's coming into the, the fold. But in reality, you know, we have the youngest team in the world in the last World Cup. And so a lot of our standout players are going to be standout players again in this next World Cup. You know, when you talk about the likes of Christian Pulisic, Eunice Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams, um, Serginio Dest, you know, these are all guys that have the opportunity. They're young enough to play in two or three more World Cups. And now internationally, too, you've got guys playing at AC Milan, Juventus, and, and you know some of the best clubs in the world, but they might do something different there for their club teams than they do for, for you guys. How tough is that to sort of reintegrate into a, into a different system? 
you know, that's why it's important that we're watching them every week to really understand what they're asked to do with their club teams. Um, so when they get to us, we can just fit them into, into place. There are examples of guys that you know, play a completely different position than we want them to play or we see them um, perform the best for us. And then it gets a little bit complicated. It, it's a lot of – it's a lot of communication with them outside of camp to, to be talking about what the plan So give us an idea, Coach, and we've got Coach Peralter on of Team USA Men's Soccer. U.S. Men's National Team obviously going to play host in the World Cup coming up two years from now in the summer of 26. The schedule ahead here. You guys have the big match in June here in D.C. Tickets just went on sale today out at FedEx Field. People can go watch you guys play against Columbia. But the ramp up to the World Cup, give me an idea of what that looks like. So we're, we basically play six times a year. Um, we'll have Copa America, we'll have Nations League in March in Dallas at AT&T Stadium. Then we go um, big friendly here in D.C. We'll have another friendly before Copa America. And then we play in September, October, November, um, two games in each of those months. And then we basically repeat something similar, but without Copa America in the next summer. So that's the World Cup. So there's not too many more opportunities that we're going to be together with the whole group. Coach, how has USA Soccer developed and grown over the time that you've been associated with, both as a player, now as a coach, obviously so influential, just in terms of building that talent pool to kind of mirror uh, the way the rest of the world does it? You know, it's night and day. Um, the, the owners of Major League Soccer have really come together and, and made uh, development a priority, and you can see that uh, a lot of the players that we're working with now have come from the MLS system. So there's been a lot of resources spent towards developing players, and we just we have better players now. They're they're playing at better clubs, bigger clubs. You know, they're they're playing with the expectation that they should be winning championships with their team every year. So there's a there's a lot uh, a lot going on, and a lot of it is positive with soccer in America. What would be considered? I know we're a long ways out here, but for you as you look ahead to the World Cup, like how do you view this time around as what would be successful? Yeah, I think there's varying degrees of success, right? Um, the ultimate success would obviously be winning the World Cup. And then as you go down from there, you know, the, the U.S. has only gone to the quarterfinals one other time in the World Cup in the modern era. That was in 2002. So that would be another uh, really important benchmark. Uh, and then, you know, the semifinals is something we've never been to. So, you know, again, varying degrees of success, and, and, and hopefully we're going to make the nation proud. Coach, just a real treat to catch up with you, man. Appreciate the time, and uh, looking forward to having you in our backyard in June. Thank you. You bet. See you guys in June. Thank you. There's Coach Berhalter of Team USA, uh, the men's national team. FedEx Field had the opportunity to get him on as they were making the announcement that he's going to be coaching the team here in the DMV, and we wanted to chat with him. Not every day you get to do that. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.